You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day pork chops and welcome back to Beyond the Likes. Um, today's podcast is just going to be short and sweet. I'm going to give you guys a little life update um, just because I feel like you've all come on the journey with me in regards to um, the living situation. So how is everyone? That's a rhetorical question because I know none of you can answer me. I am on day two of what is quite an aggressive hangover. (laughs) If you follow me on my stories, you would have seen that I attended a street party. Now, a street party alone is dangerous because there's no Ubering, there's no cabs involved, there's like really no need for babysitters. I mean, in my case, my brother just came around and sat in the house after I'd put the kids to bed, but I just literally crossed the road and I went to a 50th birthday party. Now, I, as a, you know, my background, I'm half Australian, half English, mainly just Australian. And I don't know why, I think I've lost touch with all different cultures, but in true Aussie bogan fashion, I've taken across like a big esky filled with all this different like drinks and whatnot and a packet of corn chips and some avocado dip and I was going to a Greek party and anyone who's listening who is Greek or Lebanese or Italian or from anywhere over in Europe would know that I I didn't really need to turn up with any booze because, man, you guys just know how to throw a party. And it was the best night. I got there and they were like, why did you bring an esky? Like, do you even know whose party this is? There was a drinks table. There was so many bottles of wine, all different wines. There were so many different spirits. Now, you should really not leave me unattended at a at a party where there is a drinks table where I can free pour my own drinks. I'm pretty sure I made my mum a gin and tonic at one point and it was like 80% gin. And she went home shortly after that. I have no idea why. I was I was on the loose. I was on the loose. I was talking to every single person I met. A lot of the elderly grandparents were there. I'm sure they thought I was an absolute dickhead, but I was there having the best time. Now, luckily, everyone in our street knows each other. You've got, I don't know if I should say their names, um, a really fucking funny Lebanese couple across the street. The gentleman, he loves to bring out shots. He, every time we could be having like a street party for Christmas at four o'clock and he's going to turn up with his like gold tray of wet pussy shots. He is the guy you want at every single party. He is the best value. So he's there. He's got wet pussy shots. He's got whiskey shots. He's got, I don't even know what the other things were, but I was shotting all of it. There was some really beautiful speeches. Effie got up and said a really heartwarming speech about Jim, you know, in his 50 years of living. And then she was getting like, she was getting, there was lots of fingers waving around. And I remember somebody wrote to me and said, there's no one stronger than a Greek woman to put up with all of the Greek in-laws. And it's so true. Effie was just copying it from every angle. And she was just like, yes, 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 caters to it all. But they are just the best people. I have been obviously with Ryan now for 
how many years has it been? Six, nine almost. Shit, I met him in 2014. And before Ryan, I was having this conversation with my mum. Before Ryan, I pretty much dated anything but an Australian guy. So I left, I had my Australian boyfriend in high school and then I left and I dated a guy called George who was Lebanese. And then I dated another guy called George. He was Greek. Uh, I dated Dennis. He was Russian. I dated Todd. He was Italian. I dated Pete. He was Lebanese. But the George guy that I dated for three years, uh, he was Greek. And I remember I used to go to these like parties, christenings, you name it, wherever we went, they were so extravagant. And he lived with his grandma at the time. And she was very aggressive towards me. Like she was so lovely, but very aggressive when it came to eating. So if I ever rocked up and denied eating her dinner or lunch or afternoon snack, she would, she would like wave her finger in my face. Like no was not an option. And she was very sweet. But I remember there was this one night where we had gone out and we'd gone out clubbing because I was 21 at this stage and I was 21. George was a bit older than me. He was like 30. Um, The only reason I was even allowed to date him was because he had previously been married to a Greek woman and she had not uh, performed as a wife, (laughs) as a Greek wife. She did not cook and clean to the standards. And so the grandma was like, fuck it. Let's let, let's let the Australian in. Let's let her have a shot at it. And so I was very warmly allowed into the family, but I remember we went clubbing one night and we got home. It must've been like two thirty, three 3am in the morning. And she got up, she's an elderly woman. And she was like, I cook, I cook for you. And I was like, oh fuck no. Like go back to bed. What are you doing? You don't like, I'm not even hungry. And George was like, yeah, I'll have some bacon and scrambled eggs. And I was like, oh, oh, this is, is this what you think I'm going to do for you? Cause like I might, I should probably see myself out now like this. Wow. This is, this is a level of devotion that I just can't give to you. (laughs) Do you really want me to, I remember I would clean, we lived together by the end of it and I would clean the house and his mum would come over and she would re-clean over the top of mine. And you know what? I, I can imagine that that would offend quite a lot of ladies, but I was like, go right ahead, babes. Like if you want to go and redo all of the cleaning that I did, I mean, I, I probably did a half-assed job. Like I think as an Australian woman, I just, you know, I wasn't taught how to like clean, like clean the grout in the tiles and stuff like that. I just... I don't know. I'm also part like part lazy as well. So I think I would clean, but I wouldn't get on my hands and knees and sweat and all of that jazz. And I would cook dinner, but like I wouldn't cook like three course meals and I sure as shit was not going to get up at two, three in the morning and cook him a dinner. So listen, that relationship ended and I, I, I can safely say it wasn't to do with, I don't think he expected that. I think he really enjoyed the fact that his grandma would do that. And I think that that is their culture. And that was the way that she was brought up and she didn't know any different. Like she was just there. Like she was so, she just loved her grandson so much. And she, I kind of like, she was so 
I don't want to say she worshipped the men in her life, but she kind of did. Like she, that was her purpose. It gave her purpose to cook and clean for the men in her life. And that ain't my purpose. But it was so funny because when I was at this party on the weekend, Effie's mum was there and I was like, oh, you've done such a great job. And she was like, I'm so exhausted. I have not stopped. I am so exhausted. And I was like, you sit down. Like I can help clear up the plates and stuff. She was like, nope. And she just wouldn't. And all night long, I just saw her cleaning up and like picking up after like her husband and stuff like that. So I just, it's just so funny. Anyway, I also got sent lots and lots of videos. I mean, I knew, so after the speeches, there was some beautiful speeches. After the speeches, there was loads of Greek music. I fucking love Greek music. I love Lebanese music. I love the drums. I I have no idea how to dance to any of their stuff, but I, I get in there. I give it a real hot crack and I think they appreciate it. I mean, they laugh with me. They could be laughing at me and I'm none the wiser, but YOLO. I want to think that they're laughing alongside me and cheering me on like, oh, she's a good sport, a true blue Aussie. She's getting in there, having a crack at the Zorba. Uh, the Zorba is one dance that I can do, but there was lots of Greek dancing. There was Greek dancing. I did the Zorba. I did the dance where like they slap the floor and then I was told to get down and pick up a shot with my mouth um, I poured, poured that all over my dress. Did I mean, that didn't go to plan. I did give it a red hot crack though. So I feel like I got points for that. And then I think they were like, let's throw some other Aussie classics in there. So there was like um, Horses by Daryl Braithway. There was Genuine Pony. I'm, I mean, I may have requested that. There was the Macarena and then good old fashioned Nutbush. And I didn't have my shoes on. I was having the best time. I was having the time of my life. My parents left shortly after um, I made my mum that aggressive gin and tonic. I want to say it was about 11 and then I'm pretty sure Ryan left at midnight and he was like, I'm going home, I'm cactus. He was a bit of a party pooper. I'm just going to put it out there, Ryan you got to bring your A game next time. Otherwise, you're not going to get invited back to these parties. I'm just putting it out there. The footy was also on. So him and a few other guys from the street were like congregating around his iPhone and watching the footy. And I was just dancing up a storm. Now, I don't know if I should share this, but Effie sent me some videos. I don't know who took them, uh, some of her girlfriends. But there is one video in particular where I am, there's a circle and I am the only one in it. I've tied my hair up and you know, shit's getting like, shit is going down. And I mean, serious business on the dance floor when I've tied my hair up, shoes are off, hair is up. There is nobody else dancing with me at this point. Um, and I don't even know the song. It was, I was made for loving you, baby. That song. And, oh, can you get out? I heard you were talking about getting your hair tied up and I was like, is that you getting ready for the dance floor? Yes. Oh, how did I know? Yeah, I've been- I saw it in your eyes <laughs> the other night at Jim and Effie's and you put your hair up. You had, you'd had two or three drinks. You put your hair two up. Two or three? A twinkle in your eye and I was like, this is going to be a fucking long night. I have to show you the video that Effie sent me. So there is a video and uh, you are standing with your back against the wall like some high school jock 
and you've got your head down and you're buried in your phone and I am dancing my little heart out and I'm doing like the hammerhead shark and I'm playing on like invisible drums and I've got and then I've got bongos and you, there, you don't look up once <laughs> And I look like... Yeah, but to Effie, that's a novelty. To me, that's <laughs> a standard night out when you've hit level six and I'm at level three. And I all- specifically said to you that night, I said, this is a night I can't get past level three. This is, oh. a, this is the equivalent of Ryan Wedding for you. Yeah. And I is said, it because- I'm here to embrace that you're, you're like, I never get an opportunity to dance. I just, I love dancing so much. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. Pardon me, here we go. And then is next, it- next minute, you were... You were Bending over, twerking, and I had to pull you over by your ear and say, hey, fully supportive of overexcited Amy dancing. <laughs> but there's an age appropriate. There was, buddy, uh, <laughs> the kid's next door. I'm trying to think. Um, Anastasia was next door, and I'm like, you can't do that in front of her. I was not twerking. I was doing, like, I was doing Pilates moves on the floor. Were you there for that? No. But that's, no. that fucking pisses me off. <laughs> I, I reckon the reason why you couldn't get past level three was because I was just talking about how um, hospitable a Greek party is and how much food there was. And I remember when you went up and got your plate of food, it was like you were eating for, for the whole suburb. But my you- measurement of a good night is... Good food. Good and food. We were all sitting down at the table before they pulled out the Zorba and we're having a really good time. Your version of a good night is aggressively slut dropping in front of... I situation. did not slut drop once. What is when you're... Okay, you're standing up. Yeah. You bend over, touch your ankles and wiggle your booty in my crush. <laughs> it might not be a slut drop, but it's the equivalent. It's probably worse. I mean, at least it was with you. Well, when I left, I had no, I saw that you were dancing with a 70-year-old Greek man and I was like, good luck to him. <laughs> He's willing to take your behaviour on, then far away. <laughs> I had a good time. I'll show you the video after this. And all, I don't know who it was videoing, but they were like, I'm wow. They're like, wow, Amy's living her best life. <laughs> there was at one point in time where the Greeks were like, oh, this is my favourite song. And they were doing their dance. And you were like holding onto them and they like they kept kicking you. And I think they were like, they were trying to be polite. but they No, one of, the, one of the ladies was like, I couldn't dance with Amy anymore because she kept kicking me in the shins. Because my only, the only dance that I know, the only Greek dance that I know is the Zorba. And that's not how you do most of the other dances. I thought at one point in time you were going to pick up a plate and start smashing it. <laughs> I did ask about the clay plates. I was like, where are they? Because I've got some crockery. We've, we're doing a council cleanup. I can start, I could bring over some crock and we could start smashing some plates. So I rang all the different birthday venues for, or venues for your birthday. And I basically said to them, there is to be no slow grinding R&B music. Because I'll have none. Listen, my, the idea, my idea of a good time is you go somewhere, you sit down, whether it's with you and the street, the like the legends that live in this street, or my brothers and my sister-in-laws, or my girlfriends. My idea of the perfect day or night out is doing that, sitting down, having a nice meal. So, you know, you're lining your stomach with something, not just a slice of white bread. And then you're having a few drinks, right? But where you and I differ is I can't just sit and drink. I, I get really bored, right? So, you know, when we were down away at Ulladulla, right? We were down away at Ulladulla and 
we put the kids to bed. Hang on a second. I don't have ADD. That's clearly the opposite. Uh, It's not that. It's after I've had a few drinks, I want to get up and I want to shake my my hips. I want to wiggle and I want to dance. Like I I just, I don't want to sit around drinking at a table because I get, firstly, I love, you're an idiot. I do enjoy my own company. I enjoy my own company more than you enjoy your own company. But what I don't want to do is just sit there and get more and more progressively drunk. I want to get up and I want to dance off the booze. But in Ulladulla, I wasn't getting progressively drunk. At Ulladulla, we sat around the table. We played Cards Against Humanity. We drank. We did some shots. And then I was the first person to go to bed because I was like, this is going nowhere. I don't want to be cactus in the morning. Um, I also don't want to be hungover. So I went to bed early. But I will I will absorb all of the booze and I will absolutely wear a hangover if there's dancing to be had. So... Hence why I stayed out. I'm pretty sure I strolled back across the road at like 1.30. You know, one of the things that frustrates me a lot, like I'm fully supportive that you like to go out and dance and have a good time. Like I can see that it brings you joy. Hey, if just quickly, if you want to jump in on this podcast, <laughs> you need to be talking to the microphone. It's a no and a no from me. Okay, yep. Um, but you know what the thing that frustrates me when you do that? What? The next day, you're, you're shit. You are non-existent. The next day, I reckon you spend... I beg your pardon. I was up walking the kids up to the shops for an out al- for a yeah, was, um, yeah, for an alcohol. No, I came with you, and we you went and got coffees. You go missing, and you just sit and play on your phone, and you look at the photos, and you like reminisce for like four and five hours. That's You're just birthdays. Parent. That's just oh, you better fucking get you out go, of the you go study. To dinner with your girls, and then the next day I'm like, hey, where's Amy? And Hang on a like, second. It's because I can go. I'll go toe to toe with you with the booze, and you're double my weight. So you need to slow down then. So you need to get off this podcast. Sayonara. <laughs> Where are the kids? Why is your hair up? Are you about to dance? I mean, put some music on and I will. Hey! Sorry about that rude interruption, guys. The, the audacity of Ryan coming in here and getting all lippy on my podcast when he wasn't even invited on. Where was I? I don't even know. Anyway, I'm just, I w- I'm singing the praises of the Greeks. You guys know how to party. Uh, invite me to all of your parties. I want to be there. I, I will bring, I'm just trying to think how I can, I, I will bring the energy. I, I will bring a dance floor. And whether you want me there as just pure entertainment to laugh at or whether you want to get involved and carve up on the dance floor with me, I can, I can do either for you, okay? Um, okay, so that was my weekend. And I don't care what Ryan said. Yes, I was a little bit dusty yesterday. But I still got up, still went for a walk, still went swimming with the kids. So he can pop the fuck down. I was not a non-existent parent. I will mention though that whilst we're on the topic of non-existent parents, I have a birthday next week. So March is birthday month. It's Pisces season, baby. I have two little, actually I have a few, I have a few little birthday things happening. Um, in true Amy form, I, I used to try and do all my girlfriends. I've got different girl groups, right? Different friends from different stages of my life, as I'm sure most of you do. And some live in the Shire and I've got like Bezel, who I've been good friends with for since I was 14. And I've got all my other girlfriends, like the uh, Lee and Tiss and Jade and Janie and all those girls, and they live literally scattered all around Sydney. 
some in Manly, some in blah, 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 blah. So I'm going to do a lunch with those girls and then the next weekend because I can't and then Bezel's in Bali and then so I'm going to do um, another little dinner with my girlfriends just in Cronulla. And then I'm going to scatter some few lunches in between during the week when the kids are at preschool and daycare and it's just it's going to be a festival of Amy and I highly recommend that you stretch your birthday month out the same way I do. They don't have to be big deals. They can just be like a few cocktails with a girlfriend here and there and then pop out for another lunch with another girlfriend and stretch that shit out for as long as you can. Make it a monthly festival. I do it all the time, much to my husband's uh, despair. But YOLO, you only get one birthday once a year, so I'm at least going to take up a solid month of it. What else can I give you? Life recap. Oh, yes. So, living situation. My parents have found a house. I think I'm allowed to say that. Yes, I am, because we settled. It is It is incredibly bittersweet news because whilst the seven of us living harmoniously, lol, underneath this roof has been, ah, look, it's been enjoyable at times. It's been very helpful sometimes. Like if I need to pop up and go and do root canal on my discarded, like destroyed tooth, sometimes it's helpful because mum can look after Kobe or if I need to run some of the kids up to school and I'm walking the kids up to school, like I walk, sometimes I walk all the kids from the street up to school and Kobe is like a water buffalo. He refuses to walk and he just, he won't, he'll just sit down. He doesn't like to move. So trying to do it with him is incredibly hard. Stupidly, I threw all of the prams out. Not that, I mean, I don't even think he would fit in a pram. He's basically the size of a 12 year old, but it's good because I can just leave him with my dad or my mom. So it's bittersweet in that respect. It's also the saddest thing is that the house that they have bought is down in Vincentia. Um, and that's like a good two and a half hours away. And I, I am not okay about that part. Uh, I think it's going to be hard and it's going to be quite sad because I have ever since we've had children and my brothers have had kids and stuff, we have always lived within 10 minutes of each other. And my mum and dad have a bigger social life than I, than I do. And so we don't often see them all the time on the weekends, but like my dad used to always pop in for a cup of tea slash sleep on my couch. My mum has finally retired. She used to work still. And so I was kind of looking forward to, you know, spending a little bit more time with her and whatnot. But you know what? This is exactly what they need. They wanted to downsize. They bought across the road from the beach in the cutest little house. It's three bedrooms. The third one is tiny, but look, we can go down and visit them. And I think ultimately this house that we've bought is never, ever going to feel like my home until they move out. And it's just a respect thing. I've always... I will always, I mean, we all take the piss out of each other and our love language is to softly bully each other, but there is a um, a fierce loyal of respect for my parents. And so whilst they live here, this is their home. Even though we've bought it, this is still their home. So much so that like we have bought this house and we've paid the, you know, the price that they asked for and they still have the master bedroom and we are in the spare room. And I said, like, they're happy to change and move into the spare room. But I was like, what's the point? Like, there's no point in you moving from one room to the other only to move out. 
Um, and before they bought this house, it was very unnerving because, you know, I just feel like when you're an adult, it's not the time to live with your parents anymore. And then you throw three kids into the mix and it's it's been somewhat challenging. I, for one, don't really suffer from anxiety, but I feel like I'm quite an anxious person at the moment because my dad and I and my mum and I parent somewhat differently. Like, you know, parents and kids these days, they're different. Like I work three days and when I'm not working, I'm still... I'm still writing and I'm still, you know, answering emails and I'm still on phone calls to my managers and stuff like that. So I don't have just all of this free time to care for Kobe. And it's just, it's just different, right? It's different. There's a lot more pressure. Women are trying to have it all. The cost of fucking living in Sydney is diabolical. We need to have two incomes, all of that jazz. Whereas my mum just dedicated like nine years to solely look after us. And yeah, she was probably more attentive towards us and all of that jazz. Whereas, you know, us mums these days, we're just doing the best we can. We're just slugging it out and we're juggling multiple balls and hats. My dad likes to let me know daily that my kids are quite rogue and they need more discipline. I think my mom even told me the other day that I need to start smacking my kids. And whilst I agree that a smack here and there may, may help, I don't know. I don't, I just don't agree with smacking each to their own. But for me personally, with my kids, I just don't feel like it would ever be beneficial. Like they, they would just be like, what? (laughs) Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I need to throw down. But they have finally found a place. And yes, as I was saying, the whole not having a light at the end of the tunnel thing, that was quite unnerving. Um, At one stage, they were potentially going to buy a block of land down there and build, but uh, the builder that they wanted couldn't start work for a year and then it would have been like a year build. So I was like, oh, like, so guys, just, you know, are we hypothetically, what are we doing for the living arrangements? Like I couldn't possibly kick them out, but also are you living with me for another two years? Because I think everyone will die or at least go insane and lose at least big patches of hair. But they found a house. All is good. All is well. They are very excited. I'm excited. There are we are having a council clean up at the moment. And when I tell you the front of our house looks fuck like a circus, um, I was like, Mum, there is no way everyone is coming to pick that up. No way in hell. Um, but we're they're having a crack. We've got white goods. We've got mattresses. We've got way more than three by three. Sorry, council. If it gets cleared up, well, we should go and buy a lottery ticket, but that's getting cleared up. They're going to start doing little trips down South because they can leave stuff at my nan's and the 12th of April, it is all, it is goodbye from Big B and Mustang. What am I, you guys are going to miss Big B so much. I swear he's the most requested person on my gram. I know you love him. I know he gets stopped out in the street more than I do. People have taken photos with him. I I don't know how I'm going to be able to deliver Big B contact content for you. I'm going to have to make like some little trips up here and there. They are also pissing off overseas again from bloody, I think it's the end of June. And then they're going away for four whole months. 
And this is going to be this thing. This is what they're doing every year. And I'm equal parts jealous and just, I'm, I'm just mind blown that they think that it's okay for them to leave me for this long and, and their grandchildren, like they've got grandchildren now. I just mortified. I'm just, honestly, I'm just kidding. Okay. If you, if you have not listened to my podcast or don't follow me, don't be alarmed. I have a a cheeky sense of humor. So there's that. And I think after they move out, we can start doing some little renovations. I, I feel like I need to make the place my own home. And so there's going to be some painting. Even though the green walls upstairs are slightly growing on me, there's going to be some painting. There's going to be some uh, <coughs> curtains uh, being burnt. We're going to potentially have a bonfire with all the floral curtains. I don't know whether to do blinds or shutters. I'm thinking shutters on the front of the house and maybe blinds on the back. There are so, I have so many questions and I'm not that great with like renovating. I'm going to wait for Bezel to get back from Bali. I'm going to be like, please come round. These are the things that I'm thinking I want to do to the place, but I'm not sure if it's going to work. Mostly all of the walls are staying up. So like the shell of the house and the structure and the layout will stay the same. Um, there's some quirky fucking looking tiles in the bathroom. So I would love to do the bathrooms. Do I live through it? There is a bathroom downstairs. There's so many questions that I have. Do I have to sell a kidney? When can this all start? Will my marriage survive it? These are all the questions that I'm just putting out to the universe, really. We renovated our place at Bangor. We kind of bought that and we literally knocked down every single internal wall, made it really open plan. And then we put in the bifolds and Ryan and I almost got divorced in the process. And that was a small home. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I want to think that, like, I want to hope that we uh, will survive this. We've survived a lot worse, so I think we'll be okay. But yeah, it's all very exciting. This year is going to be exciting. I am hoping that we can start some small renos and get the place looking nice and homely. I think that once my mum and dad's furniture is out, that's going to make a big difference because their furniture is like dark mahogany, like red mahogany brown. Um, I also am like curious to know what I'm going to do with the pink tiles on the floor downstairs. I don't know whether I'm going to do timber floorboards over the top. I've got so many questions. Um, But you know what I might do? I might start drinking those pre-workouts again because I was the most efficient mother F I have ever been in my life. So maybe if I start drinking pre-workout and I just start hammering away at like renovation ideas, I've already started a Pinterest board, all that jazz. We sold a lot of our furniture before we moved here because there was just going to be absolutely nowhere to put anything. So I've got to do that. I am not sure how we are going to afford it all, but you know, we're going to get there. We will get there eventually. And this is our hopefully forever home. So hopefully we can invest in some nice pieces. I'm just by this stage, I am just literally talking out loud, guys. I just feel like we're, I'm chatting away to some friends, even though nobody is talking back to me. And I, I, I don't know if I'm like, maybe reading the room, but I feel like I might be getting better with just my 
monologues to myself. It is so hard. And yet here I am. It's, it's been 35 minutes almost now. All right, guys, I'm going to love you and I'm going to leave you. I do have some exciting guests coming back on. I've got my girlfriend Lee coming back on. We will get Lisa back on. I would love to chat. I actually really want to chat all things schoolyard because I don't know about you, but when Charlie started primary school in my head, I was like, it's going to be sunshine and rainbows and lollipops and they're going to build you know, four-leaf clover, friendship bracelets. No, not four-leaf clover. What's the little flowers where they build like the little flower crowns and they're going to hold hands and they're going to do ring-a-ring-a-rosy as the sun shines down on them and everything's going to be beautiful. And kindergarten wasn't that. (laughs) Kindergarten was not that for us. There was politics and there was like there was just a lot of shit that went on. And I, in my head, my expectation of what school was going to be like versus the reality. Wow. They were so different. So I know that Lisa is going through, you know, her first year of kindy as a kindy mum. So I think we are going to do a deep dive on that. There was politics and there was like, Charlie came home crying and other mums, would contact me and there was, you know, possessiveness over children and all of that kind of jazz. And I used to have to kind of install certain things in Charlie. And I just, I have no idea if I got it right. I just, I have no idea. Still to this day, I don't know if I've got it right. I don't think anyone knows if they've got it right. I mean, that's just parenting for you, right? But I would love to know if I'm on the right track at least. I wonder if I could ask Jen. Jen is a parenting lord. I wonder if she has helpful tips when it comes to school and, you know, all of that jazz. But maybe I'll get Lisa on and we can discuss um, her experience because I've got a fair few things to add to that topic. Don't you worry about that, all right? Thank you so much for joining me, guys. I have loved talking to absolutely no one. Sorry about old mate busting in, throwing in his two cents. He secretly, I think he secretly was just jealous because normally when we go out to a wedding, it's either, it's usually him that takes the, takes the lead. And by the end of the wedding, he's got his shirt off and he's doing some sort of like shopping trolley dance move. And I think he was just a little bit jealous because I, um, I took the lead on Saturday night. Um, If you are Greek or Italian or Lebanese, please invite me to your party. I do. I love you. Um, Also, there was a Lebanese party. The the couple that lives just a few houses up, their son got engaged and we actually got invited to their engagement party and I was away and she was showing me the videos and they had like 250 people and they had the Lebanese drums and I was like, oh my God. I would have, I probably would have died at that party. I would have had the time of my life. If you don't like dancing, I I just, what is wrong with you? How can we ever be friends if you do not like to dance? Um, You don't have to drop it like it's hot. You don't have to be like shaking your titties or wiggling your hips. You can be doing the two-step, but if you do not like dancing, I just, I, I don't know how we would ever be friends because I, dancing just... It, it just, it fills my cup. 
It fills my soul with love and happiness. All right, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Thank you for joining us. Just me, just me. Thank you for joining me. I love you and I will see you next week. Bye for now.